Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer, you joining you today from the uh, 630 Ted Studios, the city's south side. It's an early puck drop, 6 p.m. Alberta time. The Oilers and the Pittsburgh Penguins, two of the best players in the world going head to heck, four of the best players in the world going head to head. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Bumped into Thomas the other night uh, out of a uh, location downtown. It was great seeing him. Uh, anyhow, coming up on today's show, full preview. Sidney Crosby of Jenny Malcolm, the Pittsburgh Penguins, off to a 4-0-1 start. They're leading the NHL in goals per game, 5.2 against the Edmonton Oilers team that was shut out and shut down by the St. Louis Blues Saturday afternoon, a 2-0 matinee result. Oilers didn't play bad. They just didn't play well enough to A, score, and B, win the game. So, complete preview coming up. Edmonton and the Pittsburgh Penguins, 1235. Our NHL insider, John Shannon, 105 today. We will do calls and texts. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year with Trooper on December 30th and Big Sugar on December 31st. Tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd street and 111th avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information uh so yeah we'll do calls we'll do text should there be any concern in oil country i mean it, yeah, oilers have got a tough schedule to start the season to say the least brendan escott is here he'll be a part of our broadcast like cam moon myself rob brown reed wilkins the oilers radio network uh, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stafford. Tweet Brendan at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's, and the show Twitter account is at Oilers Now. Brendan, how you doing? 
Things are good. I'm kind of, if I'm being honest, Bob, with all due respect to the Edmonton Elks, happy that the Oilers are my sole focus here. That, uh, well, maybe they can get off to a little better roll than they have, but uh, yeah, all is good. Well, yeah, it's funny because I uh, went out for dinner with some guys after the game, uh, and uh, we had a fair amount of comment. One of them absolutely loves uh, the uh, the Edmonton football team, the uh, Elks, who were once, of course, named the uh, the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, all of us. Uh, went to uh, the U of A uh, who lost again on the weekend of Manitoba in football and uh, so they started the year 2-1 and one. Uh, they lost their number one quarterback they're in I mean they need some help now to make the playoffs and uh, the Elks go 4-13 and 13 in the first year under Chris Jones still watched a ton of college football uh, Saturday rewatched uh, Alabama and Mississippi State after I got home around uh, midnight on Saturday night and then watched a bunch of NFL yesterday including uh, the Ravens and the Browns Jack Michaels not smiling. The Browns found a way to lose that game. The Ravens weren't great, but they did enough to win and watched a little bit of Miami last night in Pittsburgh. Anyhow, I, I, got a lot, I love football too. I love hockey and football. I love the two sports, and this is a very challenging time of year, but not a, not a tough decision for me when there's a choice between the two sports on at night. If you, you know, hey, when the Oilers are playing or when the Bakersfield Condors are playing, and they've had a, they had a disappointing weekend as well. So I, where I'm going with it, I have empathy with you, Brendan, because I do care about uh, about the Elks and about the Golden Bears. Four and thirteens, four and thirteen, and it'd sure be crappy if the Bears finished the year with five straight losses after a two and one start. Got to be better. It's it's that simple. It's that simple. And you know what? The Oilers are at two and three. And it's funny. What did Tom Brady say? Or no, it was uh, Aaron Rodgers? Hey, we're in, we're in, we're in okay shape here at three and four. I think they're three and four. The Packers. Brady's at three and three, whatever the deal. It, it's funny. The orders are two and three. I didn't get, and maybe maybe I'm too close to it or too hot to it. I think for a lot of fans, there's a little bit of nervousness already, and I think it's got to be stated. The six of the orders' first nine games, you can make an argument, are against maybe five of the best teams in the National Hockey League. Just they're not getting any of the bottom tier teams here, right? Like. Okay, Vancouver right now doesn't look to be very good. I don't think anybody would say they were that they were supposed to be a bottom five or six team to start the season. Can we agree on that? Certainly. They have really underperformed. Right. Like the Canucks are sitting there oh three and two, and there's already thought that could Gabby be in trouble this early? They did two things. Number one, he's he you know, he's in the last year of his deal. Came in, did a pretty good job there. That was a different team in Vancouver. Number two, they signed Miller before they signed their captain, Bo Horvat. That always unsettles things. So Vancouver, I think I don't think they're as bad as the 0-3-2 start. Then the Oilers got the Flames. We told, If you listen to the show from the moment that they signed Nazem Kadri on, we are like, Calgary's going to have a real good team. Uh, they're not going to be that good. They lost Kachuk and good. They're going to have a real good Guess what? They got a pretty good team. Calgary has a good team. The game on the homestand that you got to find a way to win is against Buffalo. You pump 48 shots on the Buffalo Sabres, you got to find a way. They got out goalie. That happens. And Stuart Skinner wasn't bad. It was just that Eric Comrie was brilliant. Then the Oilers found a way to outscore Carolina. That's a top five team. And guess what? I think you can make an argument. St. Louis. Brendan, who, who gave the, the Colorado Avalanche the toughest goal last year in the playoffs? Probably St. Louis. Probably St. Louis. And that's a team stylistically. Not great for the Edmonton Oilers. And tonight they get Pittsburgh, who are 4-0-1. They've scored six goals in four of their games. The gang's all back in Pittsburgh. they got the second oldest team in the National Hockey League. 
So it's an older look, just just for you know what's and giggles here. Just look at the center position between the two teams. Sidney Crosby, right? I mean, he's still Sidney Crosby. He might be 35. He's got 10 points in five games to start the year. Six-time 100-point score in his 18th season now in Pittsburgh. Malkin's in his 17th season with the Penguins. Crosby's had six 100-point seasons in his NHL career. Malkin's had three. That's their top two centers. And then they got Jeff Carter, who has owned the Edmonton Oilers. Crosby, 35. Malkin, 36. Carter, 37. The experience they have. Now, just going to throw this at you. Orders have McDavid. Orders have Drysaddle. I'm not saying McLeod is Carter. He's a different type of player. But a 23-year-old Ryan McLeod that can transport the puck like that, different type of player? I mean, the Orders have got some strength down the middle, too. But the uh, Penguins are getting some scoring on their wing. It's going to be a major challenge for you. And that's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Pittsburgh Penguins color analyst Phil Bork coming up at 135. John Shannon at 1235. You at 105. We head into... The Oilers Now Audio Vault. It is presented by Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. We recap the Oilers 2-0 loss at the hands of the St. Louis Blues. The homestand continues for the Oilers. It is the fifth straight here at home. Oilers 2-2 two two coming into this one. Kulak over to Bouchard on the right side in front of the net to Kulak. The backhand the save made by Bennington. Rebound put on goal. Bennington will cover it up to Krug. Walks to the middle. Gives it to Tarasenko on the left to Krug on the right. Now to Shen. The play it across. Tarasenko to Krug. The one-timer scores. Tori Krug rips that high to the glove side on Campbell. It's a power play goal, and it's one nothing St. Louis. Oh, Tori Krug absolutely blasted that puppy home. Great puck movement by St. Louis. Now bringing out to center ice side. Down the right wing, gives it to Kairu. Comes in. Oh, what a save made by Campbell with the glove. And he'll hold on as Jordan Kairu was sent in all alone. Got eight minutes to go here in the second. Pass picked off Riley in front of the net. Oh, what a save. Campbell with the right pad as he absolutely robs Kairu. Down low off of Drysaddle. Now to McDavid. Has it left wing corner. Out to Kane. One-timer and a save made by Bennington. And he holds on to it as Evander Kane gets an opportunity in that slot area. Face off to the right of Bennington. 106 to go in the third. Oilers down 1-0. Puck goes to Falk. He's going to drift it to the net. He'll score. From 200 feet away, Justin Falk in the right wing corner of his own end off that faceoff. The game will come to an end, and the St. Louis Blues will remain perfect. 3-0-0 after a 2-0 win here in Edmonton. The Oilers will drop to 2-3. Bottom line, St. Louis came in. They executed a game plan exceptionally well. It's been a tough matchup for the Oilers. They've rebuilt their defense, more of a transition skating defense instead of the bigger, heavier D from four or five years ago. Um... And they got the win. They got the early goal on the power play. Oilers got dissected. Uh, that has to be looked at. And uh, and the Edmonton did not generate a lot. Blues kind of had it locked down. Here's Jay Woodcroft on the game against St. Louis. 
Yeah, I think there were there were moments in that game versus a good team that were positive, and uh, I just thought, um, you know, there were things that we could do to play a little bit more connected. Um, I think, uh, you know, during these last five games, obviously the record's not where we want it to be, but there's been good moments. There have been five one-goal one hockey games, and I think um, we we have more to give, and uh, we can go further. Uh, the last one against um, St. Louis there, that was a tight-checking game, ultimately was decided in the first five minutes on a power play goal against. Um, that, that's the way sometimes those games go, uh, but there were positive moments for sure. All right, so uh, I, I thought Jack Campbell battled hard against St. Louis. Uh, Brett Kulak had a tough, tough hockey game. He needs to elevate the level of his performance. He's a veteran. He knows that. Now is he being asked to play too many minutes? I know a lot of people on the weekend reached out and direct, Bob, the Oilers must trade for Jacob Chikrin right now. they got to go get a left shot deep. Here's the deal. So now that we have full clarity on the situation with Philip Broberg, it all kind of makes sense. Did he pick up something during the course of the preseason? Yes, it's a possibility that may, emphasis on the word may have occurred. He did not play this weekend down in Bakersfield, was not expected to play, supposed to be in contract drills this week and possibly back in the lineup next week. Um, in the AHL. In the meantime, in between time, we're going to tell you this. Uh, Dylan Holloway will not play tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. Did skate today. Uh, the Oilers will go 11-7. and Marcus Niemelainen on the left side. You're going to see his minutes likely increase at some point here. Nurse, Kulak, Niemelainen, Murray, four lefties, and then the righties. And they got to get Bouchard a little bit on track, too. He had a couple tough... I've actually thought he's played a little bit better, uh, but there was a moment on the power play that exacerbated some of the fans. Cody Ceci's probably been their best all-around defenseman to start the year, in my opinion, and certainly in their most solid day, Barry in the third pairing. So between Niemelainen and Broberg, they're going to get the first opportunity to go grab it. Niemelainen now, Broberg at some point during this year, and if that does not ultimately come to fruition, I could see the Edmonton Oilers potentially looking at targeting a, a bigger, rangier left shot. Somebody mentioned to me Gavrikov from Columbus. Pretty good defenseman. I hear he's looking for like four and a half to five million in his new uh, his next deal. He's a UFA D man at the end of the year. He's in Columbus. He makes two point eight million. Uh, I mentioned Carson Suse before. I think Suse can play on both the left or the right side. I'd have some interest in him. He's six foot five. A guy in that price range makes the most sense. Now, do the Oilers need to possibly look at adding forward? Potentially. We people have mentioned. Well, what about Patrick Kane in Chicago? Well, Chicago might have the answer for the Oilers. They might. Might not be Patrick Kane. Time will tell in that regard. Anyhow, tonight the Oilers need to be focused. They get the Pittsburgh Penguins. Here's Jay Woodcroft on facing the Penguins tonight. Um, obviously, they're off to a heck of a start. Um, uh, lead the NHL in goals per game, and and uh, we actually did a little project on, you know, how they were scoring their goals, and um, you know, obviously they they look like they're firing on a lot of cylinders right now and have different ways to beat you. Um, there's a real substance to their offensive game. Um, and that's a credit to them. They're off to a good start. Uh, we better uh, we better be ready for them because they're a good team. All right. Uh, Jay Woodcroft also added some additional thoughts in preparing to face uh, both Sidney Crosby and Jenny Malkin. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, I mean... 
you know what he's accomplished in the game speaks for itself. Um, he's the head of the snake um, in terms of uh, their team. Sets the emotional tone, sets the work ethic tone for that team. Uh, he's supported by a lot of really good players as well. Um, you know, but uh, the way they play the game with a certain level of pace, um, the way they get to the opponent's net, um, how the fact that they're dangerous in every situation, I think uh, begins with Sidney Crosby. And, um, you know, obviously he's one of the game's premier players and he's earned, earned that right over time. All right. Connor McDavid, meanwhile, had this to say on Sidney Crosby's longevity. He's been doing it right for a long time, um, you know, on and off the ice, and um, you know, obviously he's off to a great start again, and um, you know, he's uh, an unbelievable player and someone that uh, you know you can definitely look up to. Um, you know, and he's been, like you said, he's he's now 35 or whatever he is, and you know, still playing at such a high level, it's uh, it's really impressive. Meanwhile, Cody sees he's played for both Pittsburgh and Edmonton. He had these thoughts on how to defend Sidney Crosby. Try and take away his time and space. He's such a smart player. He finds the open guys and uh, ends up uh, getting getting to the net too. He's just so strong down low. So you just got to try and keep him away from the net and try and take away his time. And Connor McDavid added some additional perspective on what's missing from the Oilers game right now. You know, I think just uh, you know being five five tight, kind of around across, around the ice, um, you know, in the offensive zone, supporting the puck, and, and kind of coming up the ice as well. I thought uh, we, our game was a little bit spread out. I found our game's kind of been spread out um, through the first five, and we've, we've been doing it in spurts. But um, you know, we got to find a way to uh, to you know have more guys around the puck uh, tonight. That's our orders now audio vault for direct work, where it's 12:23 in Edmonton. When we come back, we will get to today's game day lineup report, which is presented by McGuire Financial. You're listening to orders now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Let's go to our game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery. For a free financial consultation, visit McGuire Financial. .ca. Jack Campbell will start for Edmonton. They're uh, expected to go 11-7. and Dylan Holloway did skate today. Jay Woodcroft saying he was not expected to play. So they've only got 18 healthy skaters. So that's surmise that they're going to go with the same lineup as they did against the St. Louis Blues. Connor McDavid up front. He's got 18 points in 10 career games against Pittsburgh. He had a goal and three assists in both games last year. Was the first star in both games. The Oilers beat the uh, Penguins 5-2 and 5-1. The game at Edmonton. On December 1st last year, Edmonton was outplayed. The game in Pittsburgh, McDavid and the Oilers dominated. So, so Brendan, think about this for a second. McDavid had eight points in two games, okay? Some genius that was a voting member of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Again, McDavid had eight points in the two games, was first star in both games. Some genius did not have him as one of the five best players uh, for, the Hart, for the Hart Trophy. Everybody's being a contrarian. That's that's what it is. It's 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 a it's a guy out there. I don't have to. What did you watch in those two games? The guy had eight points in two games against the team that you're supposed to be covering, or maybe you have more of a glow. Maybe you weren't at those games. One year we had a guy from Colorado. The guy in Colorado was a great guy. He uh, he didn't have McDavid in the top five the one year, 
And McDavid was first starring all three games head-to-head against Colorado and had like nine points in the three games. Who knows? McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto, Drysaddle, Darn H, and Hyman McLeod with Fogel and Pugliarvi. Those are the Oilers' lines that they ran with against St. Louis Shore and Ryan. Again, the Oilers only have 18 healthy skaters right now with Holloway being out. Uh, Nurse and CC, Kulak and Barry, Niemalainen, Murray, and Bouchard. I think you'll see Niemalainen's minutes increase. Jack Campbell starts in goalies 2-2 two and two this year, 3.82 goals against average, 80 save percentage. Pittsburgh 4-0-1. They're first in goals four. They're first in shots four. They're third in face-offs and fourth in save percentage. Tristan Jari gets the call in between the pipes. Uh, he's at 9.41 save percentage, 4-0. Uh, Dumoulin with Chris Letang. Pedersen Marcus Pedersen with Jeff Petrie, last eight years with Montreal. Uh, Pierre, uh, uh, P.O. Joseph, along with Jan Ruta. Crosby up front with Heinen and Raquel. Malcolm with Zucker and Rust. Carter with McGinn and Kapanen. Paling with Drake Kajula and Josh Archibald, two former Oilers. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell.